This is exactly right. It's me, Roz. Oh my God, I got to talk to two comedians who I absolutely adore, Michael Henry and Tim Murray. Two of them, absolutely hilarious. They've been touring around the country together. They'll tell you about where you can find them and go go watch one of their shows live. They're incredible on stage and great internet comedians as well. They're real gay, and I think that that is neat. There's also a video version of this episode. You can find the link to that in the description of this episode. We, it's this conversation today is all over the place. We talk about UFOs. We talk about having sex with ghosts. I mean, there's just a lot, and it gets a little raunchy, so consider yourself warned, but I had a great time, and they crack me up, so I hope you enjoy Here is me talking to Michael Henry and Tim Murray. On with the show. I'm joined by two friends who are, honestly, they've become a comedy team, and I'm very happy about it. Tim Murray and Michael Henry. Hi. And they can harmonize. Uh I I just realized that you guys have... Four first names amongst there's Tim Murray, Michael Henry. I don't know no Murrays. I don't know no Henrys. <laughs> <laughs> there's Murrays. There are Murrays. There's Murrays. That's out so there. true. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of first names. Get on board. Well, I've been on board. I know like six Hernandezes well, as their as first, their first name. name. <laughs> <laughs> Hernandez Smith, Hernandez Jones. Yeah. I recently matched with somebody on Tinder that had the last name Hernandez, and I'm like, there's not a good chance. <laughs> I watched Dr. Phil, and there was this couple on who were, I think they were siblings, and they were romantically inclined. That's not and Romantically inclined. And they were... Procreating, they were they were, were having babies, and that's why it's illegal. This because of Doctor Phil. Well, because you can't procreate if you're going to be with your sibling. Is it, Ill- is, is it illegal, illegal to do that with your cousin as well? No, no, just your sibling. I think some states allow first cousins. That's weird. <laughs> well, usually what we do is we talk about ghosts on the show. <laughs> It's just you, typically how it goes. You could fuck a dead relative. That's fine. You could fuck a ghost. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Do you guys believe that a human could fuck a ghost? Mm-hmm. Mm, it, <laughs> on Grey's Anatomy, I do. Did that happen on Grey's Anatomy? Absolutely. Izzy Stevens, there's a whole season oh, yes. where Catherine Heigl's fucking a ghost. For real? Mm-hmm. The whole season. And that, I think that was the season that she was like, these writers are not good. And then never got mad at her. I recently talked to a person, not on this podcast, just out in, out in the world, that had sex with a ghost. Because mm. people love to like come up to me and be like, you want to hear a story about when I had sex with a ghost for three years? And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. tell me. And 
once again, and I'm not going to generalize, but I have noticed from the people that tell me stories, it's good. It's not because it you would think that it's like not very consensual. Like you know, it could get a little tricky. Well, who's taking advantage of who? Well, I would think since you can't see the other person, it could be kind of a sneak attack. They're sneaking up on you, up and in, so, mm-hmm. on some occasions. Yeah. So, I have talked. I I talk to a lot of people, and they tell me it's great. I, Billy Lee from Vanderpump Rules famously came on this podcast and told a story about having sex with a ghost. Well, well, I mean, I am all for it. And I sometimes have felt like I was because I have incredibly vivid dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that it's real. Like, uh, you, know, you know, when you're like half awake, half asleep. You think you see things? Currently, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have felt that. And even Joy Behar on The View a couple weeks ago said yes, she, did. she had sex with a ghost. Do you believe it? Yes. And Nicole Smith said she had sex with a ghost. Lots of people are having sex with ghosts. It's the thing. I just was talking about this on one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Double Threat, with Julie Klausner and Tom Sharpling. Shout out. And we were talking about Joy Behar having sex with a ghost. And one of them said, that sounds like a consent problem. And and I was like, oh, yeah. And then the person and then one of them said, for the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but usually the ghosts are the ones that are bored and wanting to inhabit your world. Well, because what's the ghost doing all this time? Like beaten off now. Once they see they got a willing person. They're like, okay, the ghost doesn't have to flick its bean anymore. It can mm. get into joy. We don't know that. We don't know that the ghosts aren't fucking each other. Mm. They're not necessarily all ghost bukkake. Right? Ghost bukkake. <laughs> Boo. Bukkake. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, so these vivid dreams that you have, mm. what makes you think that maybe they could be more than just a dream. I always think that they're more than dreams, and I have to convince myself that they're not because I don't want them again. Okay? I heard if you say to ghosts, I don't believe in you, and I don't want you around, they'll leave you alone. But I still have these dreams sometimes. What are the dreams? Like, to be a star? No, that's reality. Mm, Sure. I don't want you to have those dreams anymore either. Yeah, give up on those <laughs> dreams. Give up dreams. on those dreams, girl. <laughs> this is going to make me a star? Uh, yeah, this is this going to It will it? In the paranormal community. Okay, good. Great. The paranormal are listening? There's I I think that there's ghosts that listen. People tell me all the time that they listen to this podcast and then shit goes down in their house. Oh, oh, really? Okay, that is my goal for this pod. That is what I want. Because You want shit to go down? Yes, ghosts. I think because I believe ghosts do not come to me for the most part. I have one story you're about desperate. it. But you're desperate. You're trying Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they can tell. I walk in the room and they're like, mm, he wants it too bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like it's being like a auditioning. star. Yeah. yeah. It's like trying to be a star. They're going to go, mm, mm. you want it too much. Exactly. Yeah. That's why ghosts won't fuck me. So what, what's your experience with that? Similar to Michael, I've had like really, really vivid dreams my whole life. I was a bedwetter until I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So my brain was like trying to wake me up and like horrible, horrible, horrific things happen in my dreams to like, and the, you know, how like you don't die in your dreams, but cause whatever. I do. 
You die in your dreams? All the time. That's... It's the most jarring feeling. Like, I got pushed off a cliff a couple weeks ago in a dream. By Joey Behar? <laughs> He's mine. <laughs> my ghost. My, my ghost. Lay off my man. <laughs> Lay off my afterlife. No, um, I jumped off. I was pushed or whatever off a cliff. And when you hit the pavement, you wake up and your heart is racing everything. So you, you didn't wake up. up. You, you woke up. I woke. That what happens to me is I my body's trying to wake me up. My brain's trying to wake me up, and I don't wake up. So wake I hit me the pavement. I would hit the pavement and still be alive, and then like, I have to navigate that. And I do sometimes wonder if that's like paranormal, something trying to, it's not just my brain, if it's like something trying to communicate with me. Okay, now I've done this podcast for so many years that I can just retell old stories that people have told. You guys know Oscar Montoya, mm-hmm. right? Love. Love Oscar. So Oscar told this story about having this reoccurring dream over his whole life of falling off of a cliff and he could feel his bones snapping. Mm-hmm. And for some I can't remember the exact details. Go back and listen when he was on. It was probably like three or four years ago. He kept... He would. He had some. For some reason, he had this belief that it. He was going to die before like his twenty seventh or twenty eighth. I can't remember what the birthday was, but he could feel like his bones crunching and whatever. He had this dream all the time, and then one day, right before whatever year birthday it was, he does this commercial, and in it, he's supposed to bungee jump. He did kind of like one of those, like sure, I could do it. Why not? And never did it. Or whatever. So, he's shooting it. As soon as he's about to do the first take, somebody comes in. They're like, stop, stop, stop. The cord was too long for the cliff. It was, like, longer than the cliff. And he almost just jumped off. Oh, oh my God. My God. It's one of the most wild stories I've ever heard. That just truly sent a chill down my spine. Listen to him tell it, because it's obviously way better. But One time I was at Cedar Point Amusement Park, famously a very safe place, and we were watching those, like, you know those... um bungee things where you like sit in the bungee and it kind of launches you yeah Mm -hmm. and there's four like bungee cords on each side because they're in like a like a basket this family and this girl's like freaking out she's so scared she's like i don't want to do it i don't want to do it and the family's like it's going to be great it's going to be great and then other people can kind of stand around and watch them get launched and they were like 10 9 at 8 one of the cords snapped off no i swear to god final destination literally and they didn't launch her like it was okay they got them off the ride but it was like they launched her anyway. <laughs> Joy Behar came and pulled the lever. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is Final Destination. Oh, I love those movies. I love those movies. So good. I love being scared. I love to be scared because, I don't know, it takes us out of your, like, out of your head. Out of your, like, I'm always overthinking everything, so I mm-hmm. love... So that's why I want ghosts. See, okay, I... I'm more into like real life murders and real life stuff, like not horror films. Like I like true crime. Like where's the DNA? That's my vibe. No, I, I want like to. No, that Rosalind, stuff, like that, that stuff scares me too much. I'm desensitized to it. Mm. Oh. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that like a murderer. <laughs> I guess we'll see. <laughs> well, can I tell you guys um, a little bit about a UFO case? Mm-hmm. Please. How do you guys feel about UFOs? I think real. Mm, 
I think uh, neutral to not real. Why? I'm just kind of like, why haven't we seen more of that? I believe. What do you mean? They're popping up everywhere. UFOs. I believe in aliens. Posting, but I don't believe in UFOs. I believe like that there are getting here. I don't think they are getting here. I think they're like uh, in other. Um, planets like wherever Xenon is from, but I don't think. Oh, Xenon. But I don't think they're so coming. So was Xenon here. an alien? No, no, no. She was. Um, she was a girl. A girl of the twenty first century, century, which we now live in. <laughs> so where it's us. So why aren't we on the moon? <laughs> exactly. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Um, we've been on Zoom. We have Zoom now. Remember, she had the song Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my heart go. Boom. And my body goes boom, boom, boom now. So she really predicted the future. Both things happened. Okay, so maybe this will convince you of UFOs, though I have a feeling it's not. This is a story that somebody told me, recommended to me, a listener of the show. I'm so sorry, I forget who it was. Thank you, though. Uh, The Gulf Breeze UFO incident. This took place in Gulf Breeze, Florida. Mm-hmm. Already, there's a lot of is it nonsense that where bath salt started? Oh. Well, let me tell you this story. The year was 1987. <gasps> the year that's 20 years before I was born. I'm setting the tone. It's 1987. Fatal Attraction was tearing up the box office. Gloria Estefan sang that the rhythm is gonna get you. And a man named Ed Walters in Gulf Breeze, Florida, didn't believe that it was rhythm that was going to get you. He believed it was aliens. (gasps) This is the story, submitted for your approval by the Midnight Society. (laughs) I call this story the Gulf Breeze, Florida, Gulf, I mean, UFO (laughs) incident, Gulf incident. Catchy. (laughs) Before you said Gloria Estefan, I was literally going to say the words Gloria Estefan, so that's a little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do already. When you said Southern Florida, that's literally mm-hmm. the words I was going to say. Okay. So, okay. Ed Walters, this man, he, 1987, he's a local building contractor in Florida. He's just minding his, his own business in his house, and all of a sudden, he feels immobilized by a blue beam up in the sky. He grabs his Polaroid camera. He gets out there. He snaps photos of a UFO that is hovering about 200 feet up. I actually have a photo. Um, he, he snapped, mama. He snapped. He got out there and he snapped. He took a lot of different photos, but um, basically this is like the most famous one. Okay, that's actually freaking me out. Oh, and in 1987, for good quality for that. Wow, yeah. that actually really, okay. I believe this is from the Polaroid, um, but it's definitely one of the photos. Because here's the deal. He's not the only one that experienced this. Okay, honey, you're not the only one. (laughs) You think you're the only one? Sis. She is not the only. You are not the one, honey. Uh, So, he says this was like something right out of a Steven Spielberg movie. It was um, The Green Mile. (laughs) (laughs) The Flintstones. Mm. He did produce that one. so this was from November of 1987 to May of 1988. And he took 32 photographs of it and video. He claims that he saw it land and, quote, deposit 
five aliens on the road. He says that they stared into his windows and they spoke to him both in Spanish and in English. They were bilingual. So, um, they apparently telepathically showed him a book that had a bunch of dogs in it and it like said what each dog was. This is just what he reported. (laughs) He then was lifted three feet in the air through a blue light by them. He said that a humming in his head would let him know it's about to be aliens. This is the inspiration for Defying Gravity. (gasps) (gasps) He said that the UFO leaked a liquid that could actually boil for 19 days. Michael has that problem, too. (laughs) I'm wet, baby. Honey, every time, I'm always like, go to the clinic, girl. Mm -mm. You are leaking a boiling liquid. I'm percolating right now. (laughs) Percolating? Okay, Mary J. (laughs) 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 This dancery. Um, So at one point, he was at a park. And they visited him, and then he just lost consciousness for an hour. Overall, he had 19 encounters. He used a couple of aliases out of fear of ridicule, but he gave his photos to the Gulf Breeze Sentinel in 1987. He even volunteered to take a lie detector test. They had some, you know, experts looking at these tests, and they concluded that he believed it. So... I don't know if that means that it's real or not, but the, you know. No other witnesses, just him. Well, funny you you, you say that. <laughs> Joy Behar. Joy Behar. She was playing the Gulf Breeze improv that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of credible people that reviewed the, fo- the photos and they concluded this is some bullshit. <laughs> But a lot of credible people believe it, too. The director of the of MUFON, which is the Mutual UFO Network, uh, his name at the time, Walter Andrus, he said that it was, quote, the best case we've ever seen. According to the photos, this UFO would have had to be 10 times the diameter of the sun or the moon. So obviously they're like, why didn't more people report this? The nearest Air Force base said that there were no blips in their radar. After the article came out, dozens of people in the area claimed that they had sightings. So was it mass hysteria? Was it people being like, oh, it happened to me too? I don't know. But there were reports of UFOs in the area since 19, the 1950s. A woman around this time was awoken at 2 a.m. and she found one hovering over her yard. In 1988, a couple named Fanner and Shirley McConnell, <laughs> they said that they saw a disc-shaped aircraft glowing over a local pier. A Gulf Breeze councilwoman named Brenda Pollock was a friend of Ed, and she said that he is not the type to make up such a thing, and she also witnessed it. In 1988, she was crossing the Pensacola Bay Bridge, and she saw a bright orange light that was flying overhead. So how do we feel about this so far? 
I feel like this is shenanigans and tomfoolery. I know people from Florida, and they are desperate (laughs) for attention. I once went to um, The Price is Right. Everybody there was from Florida. And they were like, we want to get on TV. We want to get on TV. Uh I think these people really wanted a news story. Mm. I believe it. But he used aliases. Jennifer Garner? Wait, but what do you? So he, he, what do you mean? He like he said he was different people reporting. Originally, he was like, "It's not really me." Like he used like fake names. What? What does that prove? Just because he wanted to share it, but he didn't want the the fame. He didn't want the notoriety. He wasn't looking for clout. I don't really buy that. I think that was like a smart plan to try to get. You think Floridians are planners? Honey, ever heard of hurricanes? You gotta have the shutters up. You gotta have they plan. You ever heard of Disney World? You got a plan. That's a big place. That's true. You got four different parks to get to. Mm-hmm. Well, you can skip Epcot because it's boring. But get out! I love Epcot. I nerd. Used to go, they used to have an Ellen DeGeneres I- exhibit. Oh, oh god. <laughs> god! Would I just yell at you? You yes. go in a box and I would yell. You all pretend to be writers on her show. <laughs> 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 okay, so this is where the story gets real good. Let's cut to 1990 now. Ed Walters has moved out of his house, and the man or person, I don't know who, person moves into his house. They're rifling around their new house. They go into the attic, and they find a UFO model. And it is some... Hobby Lobby. <laughs> this thing was done with draft. It was wrapped in drafting paper. It was made out of foam pie plates, paper, and cardboard. And here is what it looked like. No, girl. Mm. That is giving Hobby Lobby. It's giving not supporting reproductive rights. It's giving, it's giving that thing at LAX. Yes, the the mm. the UFO yes, restaurant yes. in the middle of it's not even that it's giving like but like look at the little styrofoam plates yeah two Dixie plates <laughs> two Dixie plates also it's, it's giving poor it's well, giving I didn't... aliens are like Beverly Hill Billy aliens <laughs> <laughs> okay mm. well now here's what do you think he said. He said, I saw the UFO, and then I made a replica of it because I was inspired. Any guesses from you? He said, sis, (laughs) you don't know me. (laughs) He said, sis, I only had one day in the workroom to make this. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to use unconventional materials. (laughs) It was a dollar store Uh challenge. Yes. (laughs) Um, No, he says it was planted. Oh, oh, this guy is stupid. <laughs> and I read something online that said that he was like, come to think of it, there was a time when a car with un- that didn't have license plates drove into my garage, and they went into my attic, and then they drove off. Honey. This happened to you? No, no this is what he said. Oh. I was just acting. Oh. That was my That was really, really good Thank acting. Um, so the Pensacola News Journal had some photographers take the model and they staged um, 
like re reshoots remakes of the, the Pensacola model. That's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> the panhandle. The model of Pensacola. Check out her panhandle, honey. <laughs> she's a Barbizon Pensacola model train. Ooh. Um, so the, you know they they tried to do these photos over, and they're like, it looks a lot like that. Also, he was known as being a prankster. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, he'll pants anybody. <laughs> he will. <laughs> and now, what our girl Brenda was like, uh, he he's not a person who would lie she, about this. He doesn't this, do that. But he's a prankster, a famous prankster Some in town. People, okay, now this was a huge story. I think particularly in the area, a lot of books have been written about this. He actually wrote a book about this, um, and so there's been a lot of debate about this. This whole story. Mm-hmm. And there's people that really believe it's real because there were other sightings. Okay, but don't you think like power of suggestion, like when somebody says they see something and then everyone's like, uh, I saw it too, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why, but I fully believe in ghosts and I'm just like not sold on aliens. I Well, well you have to be. Okay. <laughs> Force me, Daddy. My God. Oh my God. <laughs> grief. I mean, the planet's been around for what? Thousands of years? At least since 1987. At least. And there's multiple universes. So I think that even if there's there's life in other okay, universes. That, okay, I'm sorry. I, you're right. I, that's that's what I mean. I think there's life in other universes. I don't know about them. Why Coming do you want to come here? Well, um, it's not popping the, off here. Well, where do you think that they live? That I don't know. But it's too universe. far to get here. I think because you're from the Midwest, just like me, mm-hmm. and you know that people from the Midwest love Florida for spring break and stuff. Maybe these are aliens from the Midwest. Mm. And they vacation they went, going to spring break. They, they were doing spring break. <laughs> Carson oh. Daly's MTV spring break. Exactly in Florida. Okay, I could see that for them. Because mm-hmm. why would you? You land in a cornfield in Ohio. You're like, mm, get, not get much, me out of here. Yeah, not much going on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me go down to spring break. Yeah, but they could they could make some crop circles in the cornfield. They make the crop circles and then they're tired from that. They got to party it off for one week only in South Beach. Gulf breeze. The Gulf Breeze. Okay, but can I ask you another question? Please do. Why are they always, like, circular round? Like, what is that about UFOs? Why Why is, you know what I mean? Like, if if I were to be like, I saw a UFO, I, it, why, we made that up, right? That they would be circular and round. So, like, couldn't they just look like a regular airplane or, like, a spaceship or something? Well, honestly, you know, I very much believe that they're real and that they're so much smarter than us. Those things very rarely crash. They're way faster, mm-hmm. way more accurate than what we have. Okay. I think it's creepy. That I believe. I think that they're here right now, and they probably look just like us. Oh, I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's that. kind of scary. I fun. think that they're light years ahead of us. Like, they're so advanced that they probably come here, and they're like, let's just fuck around. Can we curse? At this point, <laughs> at some of the things that have come out of your mouth... <laughs> And now you're asking if we can curse. <laughs> Wait to see the things that come in my mouth. Oh! Joy, I'm coming for your man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, they're coming here looking like us in our bodies just to have fun. They don't look like me. You could be one. <gasps> we don't know. What do you know? Oh. 
Now we're going to do a little segment where I go to eBay and I look for haunted dolls. And I got one for you that is for sale for a lucky winner, $65. I want you right now to meet Serge. Oh, oh wow. I, I actually, I'm actually living for the color scheme, if I'm being honest. Serge is like, um, what do you call those kinds of clowns? Uh, like an old-timey clown. Yeah, is but with like kind of, listener, it's like pink and green with like some gold like trim. Jester. It's giving like jester. But I'm going to say like it's kind of giving fashion and I'm kind of living for like almost like a smoky eye situation. I kind of like this doll. It looks like a condom on its head. It does look like a condom on its head. A green condom, I guess. Yeah. I thought that was going to be scarier. I think Serge is kind of serving. So what makes it haunted? Well, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> Serge, so these dolls come with spirits inside of them. And the people that sell these somehow get these backstories from doing seances or using paranormal equipment, whatever. They gather these backstories from the, the spirit inside of the dolls. So you're not just buying a doll. You're buying a spirit. It's like a BOGO. Exactly. Buy one, get one. Get Buy the... one, get one. Why pay more? <laughs> when you, you can pay bogo. Less. Exactly. So here's Surge, $65. It says Surge was a male escort. Oh! <laughs> so Surge is the doll or the spirit? The spirit. But the doll is called the spirit's name. The doll's called Surge. It's all, they're one and the same. Gotcha, okay. They're both, okay? So Surge was a male escort. The majority of his clients were single men. But he also worked with couples. The men he had been with were sometimes gay, but more commonly they were bi or they were bi-curious. Mm-hmm. Serge sometimes went out to dinner with his clients, to shows, casinos, even on their private yachts or jets. But usually they just came to his apartment or his hotel. All of his gigs involved having sex. <laughs> Same. Serge is super sexually forward He will throw himself at you When you are not expecting it He can be excessive at times And he needs someone who loves sex As much as he does Serge needs to find someone Who can keep up with his desires He enjoys watching The View To see Joy Behar Um, The vessel that's in it's in a music box doll. It's nine inches tall. Ooh. Um, and yeah. So now how do we feel about Surge? Well, here's the thing. Am I going to buy this doll and get hustled by the doll? Like, is it going to always want me to pay for the boyfriend experience? <laughs> <laughs> well, but it does say, and I quote, all his gigs involve having sex. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but do you? Is it a one-time payment of sixty-five dollars and then ghost sex for the rest of your life, or like Michael is saying, is it like oh. you pay sixty-five dollars for your initial entry to the yes. doll, and then every time you hook up, it's like An extra another hundo. fee? Yeah, yeah. He might give you a discount, maybe like a punch card. I think I'd rather just do Masseur Finder. Yeah. Then then get surge. But, but I will say the erotica of the like 
written word was pretty well done. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's worth the 65 bucks. Is there bucks. a photo of the person that posted this? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Why would they want to get rid of Surge? Maybe Surge took all their money. Yeah. Well, okay. You want to hear some ghost voices? Hell yeah. Uh-huh. It's time for EVPs or EVPs. Oh. Do you know the term EVP? No. Extra virgin penis. <laughs> <laughs> Electronic voice phenomenon. Mm, close. <laughs> um, so it's when ghost hunters believe they've captured a ghost speaking. Slay. Okay. okay. So what I do is I go to YouTube. I look for EVPs. And I want you to guess what this ghost hunter believes this ghost is saying. Okay, I can't wait. Okay. This first one was posted by Kimberly Simpson. <laughs> Come on, Kim. <laughs> no relation to Ashley or Jessica. <laughs> I wonder. Um, on a Monday, I was waiting. My friend babysat for her the other day. I was hanging out with my friend for like three hours the other day. At hour three, she was like, Oh, yeah, the other day when I was babysitting for Ashley Simpson. And I was like, did you just bury the lead? Why, why wasn't that the first thing you said I when know. I walked in the door? Why does Ashley need a sitter? Because she's got kids. Oh. Oh, like, what is she, <laughs> what is she doing, you mean? She's I, out with Serge. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a day with Serge. Uh-huh. Um, so Kimberly Simpson found this at a place in North Carolina called Booger Hollow. No. <laughs> Sorry, Booger Holler. That's Michael's drag name. (laughs) Booger Holler. This is a real place. I looked it up. Um, Also, in my research of Booger Holler, I found a place in West Virginia. Or sorry, yes, West Virginia. It's a haunted town. It's called Booger Hole. (laughs) That's your drag name. Okay. (laughs) So this is that booger holler. (laughs) What did Kimberly Simpson believe this ghost is saying? I gotta hear it again. Sorry. Can you? Did you film me? (laughs) Can you nail me? (laughs) Can you email me? Can you email me? Can you email me? Can you email me? This is an email. This isn't a text. (laughs) This is an email. Um, Okay, that's not what Kimberly Simpson heard. Is it A, are you serving? (laughs) Is it B, is that a Wells drink? That's a shady thing to say to someone because you know it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's a Wells drink. Is it C? Are you my daddy? Or D? Yes, Mama Slay Queen. <laughs> I'm going to say E, all of the above. Or E. On a Monday, I am waiting. Is that one? <laughs> on a Monday, I'm waiting for sure. I want it to be the well drink one. She believes it is C. Are you my daddy? Okay, okay, let me play it again now that we know that. 
Why would this ghost be saying that to Stephanie? Kimberly, my, my bad. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So, okay. Here's the next one. This is from Mudvane513. <laughs> That's a hot screaming. I know, it really is. This was taken at Mudvane's house. What is it saying? Okay, there's some kind of... I don't know what's in the background, but it's the obvious whisper voice. Let me turn it up a little bit. One more time. I heard, ew, what's on it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely heard <laughs> ew at the beginning. Really? It- oh, it's not the one in the background. It's the one that's... <sighs> oh, okay. Here, that's g- what we're going for. Give that again, then. Uh, one more time. I'm Carol just- Kane. <laughs> Carol Kane. I love that. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not what Mudvane heard. Okay, girl. 513. Um, is it A, you're gay? <laughs> mm-hmm. B, are you okay? C, F you then? Or D, hey girl, hey? <laughs> D, hey girl, hey. D, hey girl, or hey. E, on a Monday. E, E, on a Monday. E, on a Monday. Mudvane513 believes that it's saying, you're gay. No, really? It's not saying that. I hear, are you gay? Uh, Now I heard that. I don't know. I mean, and there's no photo of Mudvane? (laughs) Not that I found. (laughs) (laughs) But Mudvane, apparently, I believe this video said that he and another girl that lives in the house, he was asking, are you watching us in the shower? And then it says, you're gay. Okay. (laughs) Final segment of the show. I'm just going to list off some like paranormally type stuff. Mm -hmm. And I want you to tell me if you believe in it. If you got a story for mm-hmm. it, any of that. Where are we at on witchcraft? I am obsessed with witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I love witchcraft. I absolutely believe in it. Yeah. I think witches are real. I believe in Wick- Wiccan. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the fourth season of Beverly real Hills. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Carlton. Carlton. She is, what did she call herself? A, a, a white? Wiccan. Did she say there's a black witchcraft, white witchcraft, or something? Black magic black, and, and I believe in Carlton. Dark, dark magic, dark magic, and maybe light magic or something. Something like that. Yeah. But whatever Carlton, I uh, bring Carlton on here. I know you should get Carlton on here. She was big for the witch community. I mean, like that. There was never, there's never been witches in the Real Housewives no. world. And there she was a really witch gave before a lesbian housewife. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> good for her is right. But yeah, I believe in witches, witchcraft. I think it's all real. It's dangerous. 
It's very dangerous. I'm really obsessed with with witches. I have a whole like witches comedy show that I oh, do. Oh, that's right. I'm like deeply, deeply into it. And I do think there's like, whether you believe in paranormal stuff or not, there's absolutely something to like people sitting around and actively putting their brain power and verbalizing stuff about the world and people that uh-huh. comes to fruition. Like they were all afraid of Carlton on Beverly Hills because she was like, I'll, you know, jokingly, like, I'll put a spell on your husband. And then the guy got really sick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, whether you believe in like spells or not, she did put that out into the universe. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's, that's a powerful. big thing that they say on Housewives. Like, now it's out there. Now, now it's out, out there. there. Now you put it out there. Mm-hmm. Did you call the papers? <laughs> Radar you, online. Radar online. Radar online. <laughs> okay. Do you believe in like demons? Yeah, I'm sitting right next to one. Oh, honey, come touch this demon skin. (laughs) Yeah, honey, I believe in demons. I believe in demons. Like, uh, I mean, I believe in demons because I believe that like there's witchcraft. You can mess with all sorts of different things, and witches can mess with demons, I think, you know? People die, and I think that they can become a demon. Ellen DeGeneres. So you you think a human can die and then turn into a demon? I think so. Interesting. Okay. Mm, That's not the way it works, right? Nobody knows. Let's be honest. I do. Please. I think demons are, like, from hell. Yeah, that. Where do you think? Were you guys raised with religion? Yeah, I was raised super Catholic. Yeah, that's why you believe in that. But I wasn't Catholic, so we don't believe in like what were hell, you? hell, hell. Lutheran. Yeah, we're obsessed with Lutheran. Hell. It's like Catholic light. My poppy, my grandpa from Long Island mm-hmm. was Lutheran, mm-hmm. and he had to go to the Lutheran church every day when we would go to the Catholic church, and he was like so shunned for it. Mm-hmm. And Lutherans don't give two shits about Mary, because you're what. Misogynist, anyway, Ooh. and the Catholic Church, famously, nothing wrong with that. Nothing, <laughs> flawless, flawless, no notes, none. Um, okay, so what about um, psychics? Um, unfortunately for me, it's a chop. It's a no for me, dog. But what are you really? talking about? It's a major no for now, me. Now you're sitting next to someone from the town or from, that went to college in the town of maybe the most iconic. Teresa Patrick. Caputo, the Long Island medium. I know about her. She's from an area called Hicksville, which is a real town name on Long Island. And I've actually never come across her, but I believe you I don't believe, want to cross her. No, because I'm she'll. Talk to whoever's crossed over from my life. And I don't know if I want that. Michael, you in danger, girl. Well, I believe in psychics, but I feel like the real ones are very far and few between. I think there's a lot of con artists. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people that want to go to a psychic that want to talk to people that have crossed over are kind of like sad and vulnerable. vulnerable. Remember John Edwards? Is that his name? He used to have a show at like 3 p.m. every day. A syndicated show. There's someone a- over here. The name starts with an A, yeah, a B, a exactly. C, a D, a D, a D. We got a D. <laughs> but yeah. It's not like- the first time you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't I don't know if I believe in those types of psychics, but I believe in psychics. Wait, so a, a psychic is, that's different than a medium, right? Or is it the same thing? Psychic medium. Yeah, I mean, psychic is sort of a broader term. I believe that there are people who can 
talk to ghosts. I don't believe that there are people who can tell you your future. Uh, okay. That's well, my... You know, so you don't believe in tarot readings? Mm, I believe in tarot readings to an extent, but I don't believe in, like, crystal ball psychics. What about tarot what? readings? <laughs> I believe in Tara reading all day long. Watch her read. Dr. Seuss, Cat in the Hat. She comes in and just reads you to fucking filth. She's like, honey, uh, uh, the urban legend here is that fucking face with those shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) Those shoulders match them. Those shoulders match them. Urban legend. (laughs) Hey, do you guys have urban legends from where you're from? Oh, what a good question. There's a murder in my hometown. Oh. Unsolved. <laughs> you get so serious. It really does. For real. This grocery store that I used the to... The way that you said that was, they haven't found me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still haven't got me. <laughs> that was a brag. I'm telling you. Well, it's because I have a close connection. She, this woman went missing at the grocery store that I worked at. This was before when I, you were working. <laughs> I wasn't even. I, I don't he even. He an alibi. I, he wasn't there that day. I, I, I was. He was there. at friendly. I, I was at a different grocery store that night. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was murdered. Well, we don't know. She went missing, but her husband said she went to go uh, buy. Um, Stuff to make Christmas cookies at 11 p.m. at night, the night before Christmas, at Pathmark, this grocery store that I used to work at on Long Island. Never was seen again. Her car was found there, but nobody knows what happened to her. But people suspect he killed her and um, buried her behind his business. Does What does Teresa have to say about this? No comment. <laughs> What do you guys think of, like, synchronicities? Like, do you read into things in life? Do you go, oh, that was supposed to happen. That was meant to be. That's like the movie Serendipity. Okay. Another good word. Mm -hmm. I fully believe in that. That's a good drag name, Serendipity. Oh, that is a good name. Serendipity. I like that. Mm -hmm. I really believe in that stuff. I do, too. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, um, I was in the right spot at the right moment. I saved someone's life once. Tell us. A friend of mine, I was I was at Vine and Sunset. We just came from Chipotle. We had our drinks. We were crossing the street heading over to the Chase Bank. My friend was about to cross the street. A bus was coming. I <laughs> yanked her by her, the back of her bra and yanked her back. She would have been squashed if it weren't for me. Did you break her bra? No, but she dropped her big gulp. Oh, (laughs) Oh, God. What a bummer. Mm -hmm. What a bummer. Wear bras around me. (laughs) (laughs) It might save your life. Mm -hmm. But I believe in being at the right spot at the right time. Uh I really believe in it. Something like that happened to me recently, and my brain is blanking. But the main one I can think of is um, my parents were in Amsterdam, and they were, like, sitting at a cafe, and my cousin Mark walked by and was like, that looks like my Uncle John. And they had no idea that they were both there at the same time. And he was like, that is my Uncle John. They were, like, in Amsterdam at the the same time, and they just ran bumped into each other. That is so weird. And they fought because they were enemies. And they (laughs) beat each other up, yeah. Um, Hey. Hey, guess what? That's the end. Wow. Thank you, guys. Hey, you want to tell people where to find you and all that? Mm -hmm. You don't don't worry about him. You can follow me at tmurray06 on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And me? 
You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, MichaelHenry915, and on YouTube, just search Michael Henry Gay. Thank you to Michael and Tim. Again, watch the video version of that episode. The link is in the description of this episode. There you can also find the link to my Patreon. I have got my email in there too, which is ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. Send me your stories. You know how it works. I want to hear your stories. I hope that you are subscribed to this show, that you're following it, that you can rate it five stars if you like it. Leave me a nice five-star review telling me everything that you love about me and the show. Or you could leave a ghost story in a five-star review. I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez. TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I am back next week with a listener episode. As always, email me your listener stories with the subject line listener episode and some bullet points of your different stories so you could be on one too. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.